Abby Johnson is the CEO of the group, and then there were none. ATTWN is the abbreviation. It's a ministry founded by Johnson. ATTWN works tirelessly to provide support, financial, emotional, spiritual, and legal support for those who desire to leave the abortion industry. Johnson comes at this from experience. She worked for Planned Parenthood for eight years. She eventually became the director of her clinic. In her final years, she found many things disturbing. The increase that was given to her clinic to uh, raise abortion numbers, she was given a quota. She was pushed to expand late-term abortion services. And the last straw was when she was forced to participate in an, in an abortion. This procedure was done on a 13-week-old boy, child in the womb. And she witnessed his final minutes as he struggled for life during the procedure. In her book, Unplanned, Abby Johnson documents her journey. She also gives an honest critique of the Christian churches that were part of her life during that journey. First, when uh, she went to an evangelical church, that congregation discovered that she worked at a Planned Parenthood clinic. She was then told by leadership that she could not be a member there. So her family moved on. They found a mainline Protestant denominational church. And that church welcomed them. She like enjoyed the liturgy and confession and absolution. But after she left Planned Parenthood, it no longer fit uh, with her informed Christian conscience. And after she joined the Coalition for Life, she was told by many members there that she was no longer welcome. To this day, she struggles with those situations. The first church lost an opportunity to dialogue with her, to walk with her and her family, and to explain their commitment to life from conception to natural death. The second church, she feels, didn't seem to care about her and as a person or her family apart from their ideological commitments. Is there another way, she asks. There is. There is that way, the way we're seeking to walk today as a Lutheran congregation, as Lutherans for life. But that way must be very intentional. This church cannot be guided by strong personalities, but we must be led by the scriptures, read religiously, and by the Psalms, prayed regularly. Our teaching cannot be determined by political doctrines, but we have made ourselves fully captive to the Word of God. Our focus, our reason for being members here, is not about, ultimately, our friends in the pews or our family history, but we are here because Jesus Christ is the head. He's our authority. The one who came from Nazareth, that infamous city of Galilee, where people had decided nothing good could come from there, this one revealed himself as the source of all goodness. And he is the focus of genuine Christian churches. Our focus is not on the commitments of individual disciples, because we know that we waver, we doubt, we fail. Christian churches, when they're 
uh, doing their work. Their focus is on the Lord's calling. In today's gospel, Jesus called Philip and Andrew, Peter and Nathaniel to be his disciples. That same Jesus has called you, dear Christian, to follow him. And just like Jesus showed how he knew Nathaniel inside and out, he shows that he knows us. He knows us better than we know ourselves. He knows the hairs on our head and the hurts in our heart. He knows the sins of our youth and the weakness of the flesh. How? He lived it. Jesus became an embryo for you. He developed as a fetus for you. From the day of his conception, Jesus was fully human. And he was fully God. Jesus was born for you. He knew the sadness of this world. He knew the factions, the divisions, the lies, the personal attacks. This Jesus was God in the flesh. And he chose to suffer, to suffer on the cross for us, to suffer for the world. Abby Johnson credits the Lord with giving her Christian friends who walked with her before, during, and after her time at Planned Parenthood. They suffered with her. They didn't always agree with her or approve of her job choices, but they weren't as concerned about her ideology as her soul, and they loved her as a person. They didn't force her to have all the right answers but they patiently directed Abby to God's word. They told her to be silent before him. And they taught her to pray like Eli taught Samuel in today's Old Testament reading. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Above all, they reminded her that she was a loved child of God. And that message was transformative. It took time but it transformed her life. Dear Christian, you are loved. He's loved you from before the foundation of the world. He loved you to the cross, pouring out forgiveness and mercy to cover all of your sins. He's loved you from the day of your conception. And he's been gently calling you ever since to walk with him, to follow him on the way that leads to truth and life. Is there a God? Does he really love me? Do I really need a Christian congregation? Can he help me with my fears, worries, and struggles? Is there hope for our country? It's not just us asking those questions. It's everyone. As Lutherans for Life, we have a simple mission to invite with Abby Johnson and her friends to invite, just like Philip invited Nathaniel, to gather around the scriptures, around the Psalms, around the Word of God, around the one who makes himself available and present in baptism and the supper. We invite all to come and see. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.